0: My Govanin, welcome to Tolkien Lore Channel, I'm the Tolkien Geek, and in this video, I am going to discuss something that I would really rather not have to discuss, because it's not about Tolkien per se, it's about the Tolkien fandom, and I don't like to use the word toxic, because that usually has a very specific connotation in discussions like these, and it's not what I'm talking about. But there is definitely a problem within the Tolkien fandom, and that problem has a lot to do with Peter Jackson. Now, it doesn't... It's not a unique thing to the Tolkien fandom by any means. I have noticed over the years that the human race in general seems to be incapable of acting anything other than tribalistically. And by that I mean, if you criticize even mildly something that one side or other favors, they come down on you like a ton of bricks. Whereas if you, you know, praise anything that they disagree with in any way, and and by praise I mean just even mildly compliment or give credit where credit's due, something like that, they'll basically call you Nazis or whatever, I mean, depending on, you know, who they are. So my point here is not that the Tolkien fandom is uniquely bad or anything like that, because this is something that, as I say, I've just noticed generally is true of humans across the spectrum. And I don't know if I've noticed it more because it's gotten worse, or if I've noticed it more because I've just been, you know, introduced to more of it online and whatever, because I've been more involved online. But in either case, this is a tendency which seems, at least, to be getting worse over time. And in the Lord of the Rings fandom particularly, some of these lines were drawn especially clearly when the Rings of Power came out, and it came out that you, know, you had these two sides. And really, there's not just two sides, but what it looks like online is that there's two sides. There's the people who like Rings of Power and then there's the people who despise Rings of Power and hold up Peter Jackson's trilogy as the end-all, be-all of adaptations and basically don't allow any criticism of it. Now, the Rings of Power people don't really like any criticism of the show either, and that's not to say that there aren't people on both sides who are more reasonable. I mean, there's, there's definitely people who will say, yeah, the Rings of Power is... A good show, but it's not above criticism. And there's also people who will say Peter Jackson did the best that we're ever going to get for a Lord of the Rings adaptation, but it's not perfect. Those people exist, but the two sides that are the most visible a lot of the time are the Rings of Power fans who are like, this show is awesome and if you don't like it, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're some kind of bigot. Or the Peter Jackson people who come across as If you don't think that Peter Jackson did an absolutely perfect adaptation, and if you criticize it at all, you're a rings of power shill. I mean, (laughs) this is the way the discourse happens. But I'm focusing today on the Peter Jackson side of this because in my recent video on changes that Peter Jackson made that make no sense, I got a bunch of comments that were very critical Not all of them were necessarily critical because I was criticizing Peter Jackson, but some of them were. And I've gotten similar comments in the past for similar types of videos where I've criticized Peter Jackson. So, I want to give some examples of the kinds of comments that I will get on videos like that and explain why this is a problem. Because if we can't learn to at least accept that even the things we love have flaws, I'm married. My wife has flaws. I have flaws. She knows I have flaws. She knows that I know that she has flaws. We're humans. Everything we do is flawed. If you can't get over that fact, please just get off the internet and stop talking to people because you are living in a delusional fantasy land. You just are. I mean, there's really no other way to put it because if you can't figure that out and accept that reality, you cannot rationally have a discourse with anybody ever about anything because that's just something we all have to get over. So a couple of examples from my most recent video where this happened uh, that come to mind. One was basically just a guy saying something along and I'm not even going to directly quote these people because I don't want you to necessarily go look them up and then start trashing them. Like don't go through my comment section and start bashing these people okay just leave that alone. It's, It's pointless. But there was this one guy Girl, I don't know. I mean, they're all online personalities who was saying something along the lines of, "Hey, the movies and the books can exist, co- you know, coexist, and you know, they're both good in their own ways, and blah blah blah." And it's like, dude, I, I, nothing I said <laughs> claimed otherwise. My video was about, for those of you who haven't seen it, my video was about changes that Peter Jackson made to the story or the script which introduced internal coherence problems in the movies themselves. Not coherence problems with the original source material, mind you, but just coherence problems within Peter Jackson's own movies. The point being, you start mucking around with the story, especially a story that was painstakingly edited by its own creator many times to make sure that coherence was not a problem, And you're bound to create issues if you're not careful. And my point was, you know, Peter Jackson and or Fran Walsh and Phil, you know, I'm I'm just summing them all up in Peter Jackson because that's the name everybody's most familiar with. But yes, there were more writers on this than Peter Jackson. And yes, there was a studio who probably had involvement. But the point is, these people who made these changes didn't necessarily always stop to think, hey, does this make sense in the grand scheme of what else is, in these stories that we've created here, or adapt the way that we've adapted these stories. So my point was not these movies suck, or these movies, you know, need to be thrown in the trash bin and forgotten, you know, or anything like that. My point was not even that they have no value as an adaptation. My point was simply that you've got internal coherence problems in these movies because of changes that were not really necessary in the first place and it would have been better to just kind of stick to the original script and i'm not saying we have to be slavishly tied to the original story and make zero changes although i think personally i would love that adaptation too But if you're going to make an adaptation and you're going to introduce changes, at least be careful in how you do it. And so when I get comments like this one guy who's like, the movies and the books can coexist and blah blah blah, it's like, I am aware. (laughs) Like, I love the Princess Bride movie, and the Princess Bride movie is not really very like the book, actually. If you read the book, it's significantly different, but the movie is amazing, and the fact that it's different is not a criticism in any way, shape, or form. That, you know, the fact that there are problems in movies is not a reason for that movie not to exist. There are many movies, I'm sure, that all of us enjoy that do have their problems. And the internet, of course, has made this a serious <laughs> problem in and of itself because Amazon Prime and all these other services that have, you know, like the general trivia or whatever, or imdb.com and whatever, that you can look at the trivia, that you'll find that there's, like, dozens, usually, of goofs where it'll show, yeah, they messed this up, and if you pay really close attention, you can tell that they screwed it up somewhere over here. And a lot of the time it's really minor, but it's also the case that there are things that aren't even in the trivia that will, you know just be coherence problems. Movies are not perfect. Just There's nothing perfect about anything that humans do. And that includes Tolkien's work. I mean, there's it's not perfect either. I mean, Tolkien had his own goose, as he admitted. Like, I'm currently reading of Men and Dwarves and the peoples of Middle-Earth, and one of the things that he points out is it actually doesn't make sense that Balin's tomb would have the name Balin and Fundin in the runes, written that way. Because if you actually look at it, and you pay attention to the the runes and the uh, appendices, you can tell, you can actually read those runes. Uh, and it makes sense, and it's Balin and Fundin. And the whole theory behind it is, Tolkien is saying, it shouldn't be Balin and Fundin, because those are actually translated names to replace his real name. Not his real dwarvish name, but his you know, outward name that he shares with other people, was still not Balin. It was something else that has been translated to Balin in the general scheme of the common speech is English, Elvish is Elvish, but everything else is kind of like some kind of analogy. So, you know, the the apparent Anglo-Saxon of the Rohirrim is not actually their language, it's just their language bears that kind of relationship to modern English that Anglo-Saxon bears to modern English. And therefore, since the common speech is rendered as modern English, they, by analogy, get rendered as old English. So, he basically admits, Oops, I goofed. This is, a, you know, this is an internal problem. It doesn't actually make sense that that would be written there. And this is a problem that I noticed myself, you know, a long time ago. It's like, wait, that, that shouldn't be... That, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but it's a minor problem but it's, it's an example of how things aren't perfect. And that was my really only point. Now, did I get, you know, kind of excited about the problems and, and kind of bash Peter Jackson a little bit about it? Yes, because that's kind of my natural mode when I'm criticizing things. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. That's just how I am. Uh, but the other thing is it makes for fairly good content. Like, When you're criticizing something, nobody likes to hear a dry professor saying, this is why this is a problem, like in a Ben Stein style. You know, nobody likes that. It's not enjoyable. It doesn't make for views. It doesn't, you know. So it's it's better for the channel if I can get a little animated about it. So how many people were put off by that rather than the actual substance of the content? I don't know. But the point is, this guy... Acting like, I think that the movies can't coexist with the books because they have no value in and of themselves. It's like, that was not the point of the video. That being said, let's leave that one aside. That was a lot of development of that one singular point that wasn't probably super necessary, but I want to make it clear what I'm getting at here. There was another comment on that video where... (laughs) this This one was hilarious to me. The person said something along the lines of, well, Peter Jackson can make movies better than you, so you don't have any business criticizing it. That wasn't the exact words, again. But that was the general point. And I'm like, if you think that my lack of skill as a movie maker, which, by the way, how would any of you know how good I am at making movies? I've never made one. Um, If you think that my lack of skill at that particular craft means that I can't criticize even something that's objective and just available for everybody to see about Peter Jackson's movies, then you need to go take a lesson in logic. And then this person came back and was like, oh, your response is hostile, blah, blah, blah. As if, you know, the first one that this person, their original post was not hostile in its own way. Like, And then as, you know, went back and forth, like maybe one or two more times and said again Peter Jackson is still better at making movies than you. It's like, who's disputing that? Like, these people who seem to think that you just cannot criticize, you know, holy St. Peter Jackson over his movies, is, I, I, I just don't get it. It's like, and the other thing too is like, most movie critics aren't movie makers. That doesn't mean that their criticisms are invalid. It doesn't mean that I hate the movies. And that was another thing that came up in the conversation with this one particular person. Somebody pointed out, hey, he said he likes the movies, and then the person was like, oh, he's lying. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how in the world you knew that, uh, because you can't read my mind, and I do like the movies. I like them less over time, I have to say, because I see more of the problems with them, and... After viewing them so many times and then reading the book more and more times, I've just come to the point where I like the original story so much better that I find it less valuable to watch the movies over and over again. That, and I kind of watched them to death back in the day because I literally watched them dozens of times in the first few years after they came out. Dozens. Uh, And that's not a recipe for, you know, having something that's going to last a long time and be able to enjoy it afresh over and over again. I I watched them too many times to be frank. That doesn't mean I don't like the movies. I do. I think there's a lot of great stuff about the movies and I'm going to do a video at some point on you know thing little details that Peter Jackson really nailed and you know stuff like that because I do have good things to say about Peter Jackson. But the point being here Don't call me a liar when, you know, if I say that I like the movies, because I do like the movies. And again, if we can't learn to criticize what we like, what we love, you know, even the things that we love the most, we have a problem. A very deep problem. A human problem. Like, you cannot go through life thinking that something is either perfect or the most flawed evil thing ever, Nothing in life is that way. There's virtually nothing you could ever point to and say, this is perfect, and this over here is absolute trash. Even the Rings of Power had its merits. Like, for all the things that I think Rings of Power did wrong, their practical effects orcs were better than The Hobbit. And that was something that most people could agree on, right? I mean, so, credit where credit is due. But if you cannot take the credit where credit is due mentality or the criticize-what-you-love mentality, there were people who were like, I'm going to unsubscribe from your channel because of this. It's like, okay, I don't want you in my comments anyway because you're a terrible person who can't learn to have a rational thought process. So just get over it and go away. I really don't care. Now, that was just this video. But I've had these kinds of comments before. And I've seen stuff on the platform formerly known as Twitter, too. And... One of the things that blew my mind was... I don't remember what video it was. I did a video several months back, I want to say. Back when the Peter Jackson vs. Rings of Power discourse was still really hot and heavy everywhere. And I did a video that was critici- criticizing something about Peter Jackson's movies. And again, I don't remember which video this was. But there was this account on Twitter, and this person is kind of infamous for rings of power bashing and when people point at toxic you know people in the fandom this is one of the ones that you might find as one of their examples um but the the point being this person when they saw my video criticizing peter jackson actually said hey don't criticize peter jackson because it gives them fodder for saying see yours isn't perfect either and i'm like Yeah, that's not me. I am not going to take that road because this is the mentality of somebody who is way more interested in winning the argument than in just acknowledging truth. And if that's where you are, you can just, you know, forget about me because I'm not on your side on that. (laughs) Forget it. I am not in the business of just winning arguments. A lot of people think that about me, but it's not true. So, point being here, if I say, you know, X is bad about Peter Jackson, is that going to give fodder to the Rings of Power people to say, aha, see, the Rings of Power is fine because Peter Jackson has flaws too. (laughs) Ha ha ha. No, Rings of Power is just objectively way worse than Peter Jackson's trilogy, (laughs) or the Lord of the Rings trilogy, anyway. Hobbit trilogy, you might have a little more of an argument. The problem with the Rings of Power series is not just that it has flaws. No, the Rings of Power has flaws that are really bad in many different ways on a fairly significant scale, whereas Peter Jackson's flaws they take a little while to find. They tend to be small and they don't usually wreck the entire story and they don't usually completely run against Tolkien's actual original story. Rings of Power does this all the time. Any of you who watched my, you know, reviews of those episodes may remember that kind of what finally broke me of even having a chance of liking Rings of Power was the whole Kelleborn thing. It's like, no... I'm done. <laughs> this is just not okay. I'm not dealing with this. But even before it got to that point, there were things I didn't like about the acting, there were things I didn't like about the costuming, there were things I didn't like about a lot of Rings of Power. One thing you cannot say about Peter Jackson's is that, you know, the costuming, the costuming is great. The acting, great all around. Like on just a technical level, Peter Jackson's trilogy is Uh, amazing there's a reason it finally won like all the awards when Return of the King came out I mean but Rings of Power it looks cheap so often and the acting is meh and Galadriel's character just in general is totally unlikable and there's just so many problems with it like there were highlights like Elrond and and Durin's relationship I enjoyed for the most part Although even that they kind of ruined by making Elrond a liar, which is like, eh, don't ruin my Elrond people. But if you think that by criticizing Peter Jackson in any form or fashion, that I am giving ammunition to the Rings of Power people, you're not very confident in your argument that the Rings of Power is very bad. I am so confident in my argument that the Rings of Power is a bad show, at least as an adaptation of Tolkien stuff, that... I can criticize Peter Jackson all day long and still be like, yeah, but it's still way better than Rings of Power. If you're not that confident, the problem is you, not the fact that I'm criticizing Peter Jackson. That is not... (laughs) You are way in the wrong on this one. I, I, I just... I can't help you. And again, we have to be able to criticize even the things that we love because none of us and nothing we like is perfect that's just a fact and there's been other comments and other things as well i i can't even remember all of them but i mean it just it seems like it's become more and more prevalent over time where it's like if you criticize peter jackson's movies there is a certain contingent of people out there who will jump down your throat and basically accuse you of being a shill for rings of power or a traitor or just you know, being a completely unreasonable person, because apparently Peter Jackson just cannot be criticized. It's like, these people have made a religion out of Peter Jackson. Forgetting that whenever those movies came out, as a lot of Rings of Powers fans have pointed out correctly, when Peter Jackson's movies came out, there were tons of people criticizing it for the things that it did. Things that, you know, like Arwen being the one who rescues Frodo instead of Glorfindel, or you know, just take your pick. There's there's tons of things that people criticize Peter Jackson for. And frankly, whenever I first saw those movies, this is this is the thing. Like, I'm such a purist. Whenever I first saw those movies, I was constantly pointing out to people annoyingly. But I, I mean I kept it to like after the movie was over for the most part, I hope. Not entirely, because I was pointing out things during the movies as well. I was constantly pointing out like this was wrong, 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 and, you know, like, my my inner purist was, like, hating it. But after the fact, and when the movies came out on video, got those movies and watched them, like I said, dozens of times. So, you're, I'm perfectly capable of having almost a conniption fit, on the one hand, <laughs> uh, for seeing things that I don't like about the movie, and then still liking the movie anyway on its own terms, I am perfectly capable of that. And all of you should be too. Like, that's that shouldn't be a problem. Now, I know people who found the Peter Jackson problem so bad that they won't even watch him. And I can understand that mentality, right? Slowly over time, I have kind of gotten to the same place in a lot of ways. I have gotten to the point where I just don't enjoy watching them the way that I used to. And for the people who were always like that, you know, fine, if you want to just reread the books over and over again, and, you know, that's more and more what I would prefer to do as well. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. What there is something wrong with is thinking that because you criticize something, you hate it, or because you like something, that you think it's perfect. Either of those is you know, you've, as Gandalf would say to Saruman, you have left the path of wisdom. And this really has to stop. And like I say, this is not just a problem with the Peter Jackson fans. The Rings of Power people do this too. I mean, there are people on that side who are like, if you criticize this, then you're just a hater, you're a bigot, you're a whatever. Stop it. There are objective problems with that show, and there's just no getting around it. Just like there's objective problems with Peter Jackson, there's objective problems with Ralph Bakshi, who I think probably did the best you know, of anybody so far of actually adapting it to a screen, given the constraints that he had, mind you, Uh, but, and then, you know, as far as the best Tolkien adaptation ever, The Rankin-Bass Hobbit, which also has its problems, because it leaves out the Arkenstone thing altogether. I mean, like, none of the adaptations are perfect. Get over it. There's, you know, better ones and worse ones. Fine. Just learn to live with that, and stop Taking this whole tribalistic approach to everything in life that what I like has to be above reproach and what I don't like has to be the most evil, foul thing ever. Just, if you go through life like that, you're just going to be constantly stressed, you're going to be constantly making enemies. I mean, I make enemies and I don't think like that. It's hard enough trying to be reasonable and not make enemies. In fact, I might make more enemies because I make enemies on both sides and I don't have my little tribe that always backs me up. But you know what? The people who are on my side in at least in the sense of yeah, at least your views are reasonable. I would rather have a small group of people who agree with me on that even if they don't necessarily agree on every single point that I make than a bunch of people who are like yeah, I agree with literally everything you say because you adhere to the tribe. This is why our political culture is what it is in the United States. This is why so many things in modern culture are the way they are. It's because People have gotten to the point where they cannot think other than in a tribalistic way. And that is dangerous. It is not healthy. It's just bad. So, I wanted to get this off my chest because I'm, you know, after my boat, that recent video I did where I got those comments, it's just like, this is a type of thinking that has to be exposed and criticized and frankly hopefully changed. I'm not going to change anybody's mind with this video, obviously, but we've got to all learn to stop thinking like this because it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do anybody any good. And, you know, again, I don't even want to be doing this kind of video. I want to be making videos about Tolkien's works and the, and the fun stuff about it. But I've got to point out how too many people in this fandom seem to think that what really matters is which side you're on. I'm Fangorn. I'm not altogether on anybody's side because nobody's altogether on my side. Doesn't mean I don't come down on the right side, as it were, more often than not, because that's what Fangorn does. He comes down on the right side, attacks Saruman, but he's not on anybody's side. And this is the way we should all think. It's like I should be able to say, yes, I agree with you on this, even though I disagree with you on this, and we can work together on this thing with, with which we agree. And, you know, that's fine, but don't expect me to just be your constant 100% ally on everything else. That shouldn't be so hard, okay? Just, please, get, get over yourself if you can't think like that. And stop... Stop with, I mean, the next time somebody tells me something along the lines of don't criticize Peter Jackson, (laughs) I'm just going to be like, you're blocked. Because those people are not worth having in your life. And, you know, the people who say, you know, things like, if you don't like Rings of Power, you're a bigot. Blocked. Like, I don't care what your opinions are about Rings of Power. If you think automatically that somebody who criticizes it must be a bigot, You deserve to be blocked. That's just... That's just the way it is. Okay. Rant over. Got that off my chest. I, you know, I would love to know what the rest of you think about this because, I mean, has it been something that you have noticed gotten worse over time? Is it something that's always been there but just kind of become an issue because of the release of Rings of Power? Like, you know, I'm not online all that much so I don't see it. So, you know... If y'all have thoughts on this that are radically different than what I've got, you know, put them in the comments or whatever. And try to be civil in the comments, please, for goodness sake. And if you have a criticism of me, make it a civil criticism. I don't mind being criticized. I really don't. But be civil about it and be rational. Like, don't... Anyway, I don't want to go too far down that road. Anyway, if you enjoyed the video, which I kind of hope you didn't in some ways... (laughs) you know, give it a like, share it around with anybody who might need to break out of this way of thinking, especially, because this is, again, we all need to stop thinking like this. Check the description below for social and support links, and, you know, all the other stuff, and until the next time, I am the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namarie! Thanks to all my channel supporters, especially elf friends Paul Leone and Nathan Dufour.